Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Making Fit Work. I am your host, Nina McGough, and I am here today with my friend and colleague, Holly Nicholson. Holly, welcome. Thank you, Nina. It's so exciting to be on here with you today. Yay! I'm super excited to talk about this. But before we get into the topic of staying strong and strength training versus staying active, let me do a quick introduction. Holly Nicholson is a personal trainer and nutrition coach and the creator of Strong Training Method. It's an app-based fitness program for women looking to get stronger, change their bodies, and actually see results, which I absolutely love because I know we're going to get into this, but there are so many people who are exercising regularly but not actually getting the change that they physically want. So we are going to dive super into that today. Holly, where are you out of again? I keep forgetting. Indiana, right? Indiana. I live in a suburb just north of Indianapolis in a um, what I like to call a little big town called Noblesville. <laughs> it feels a lot like a little town, but it is huge. Our high school is huge. When my husband grew up here, and when people ask him, like, what is it like living in the town you grew up in? He's like, it's not the same small town I grew up in. It is massive, but it's a wonderful community. I love it here. That's awesome. All right. So before we dive into the actual topic, tell everybody a little bit about you, Holly. How did you get into the fitness industry? How did your personal fitness journey start? When did it start? Yeah, that's a that's a long story. So I'm going to try to summarize <laughs> as best I can. I was um, an athlete in high school, um, a three-sport athlete in high school. And actually, my mom used to teach, she still does, group fitness um, for years. So I remember her coming home with a step aerobic box, you know, the wooden boxes. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like practice with her in the living room. Aww. And um, fast forward, I, I did a lot of running in college. And then um, I was, I'm actually a teacher and a trained school principal by trade. And fast forward to the summer after I got married, which was 13 years ago, last Monday, I had the summer off and my husband and I had just gotten done paying for a wedding and I was going to go to the gym every day. And he was like, you know, there's no money in our budget for <laughs> membership. And he's like, you can go outside and run. And I was like, that's not what I want to do. So I um, was at the gym. He was going to make me cancel the membership. And I knocked on the group fitness instructor's um, office. And I was like, hey, I really don't know how to teach group fitness, but I would love it if you taught me how. I said, you don't have to like pay me. I have all summer. I don't have any kids. I just want to learn how to do this. And she was like, sure. So I learned I couldn't find a 32 count. Um, she gave me the Sunday at noon class. Most of the time, right. nobody showed up. Of course, nobody showed up who comes to class this Sunday at noon. You, She's you, like, yeah, you can have this class. Yeah. So I did that for a long time while I still um, taught school. And once I had my first daughter, uh, she's almost 10, I uh, stayed home, resigned from my teaching job, and I clearly got better because they gave me a prime time 
9 a.m. class uh, during the week at the local Fisher's YMCA, which is a fabulous place for fitness. They have great instructors there still to this day. Um, and from there, I kind of did that for a long time. And then I just got really into weight training, into right. strength training, feeling empowered, not just doing a random group fitness class um, different days. I would actually love to, I don't want to get too, too off topic, but I would love to touch base about that because we have very similar stories where we started, I started in group fitness as well before branching out into training. Did you feel that you were getting so strong with the group fitness or at least your endurance was building that you just kind of plateaued, right? And you yes. needed that next level of like more weight training, heavier than you can typically go in a group fitness class. 100%. And yeah. I always say, you know, lifting for endurance, more endurance e stuff in a group fitness class, you know, where you're you're taking those 8 to 10 pound weights and you're doing multiple reps and then you're pulsing and and you're right. teaching to the beat, it's a different kind of lifting. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I loved my group fitness days. I love the energy of being in a group, but for me personally, and I actually saw this with um, members who were super consistent and like real, like lift, worked really, really hard in group fitness. Eventually, they needed more. Yes, you need, you need more if yes. you want to keep progressing. You know, I had somebody recently who joined my strong program, and she had asked me. Um, she had come. Oh, she had taken my classes for years, and she said, "Well." this isn't like group fitness. And I'm like, no, this is, this is an actual training program. And it's I said, the, different. the difference here too, is this, when you show up for a group fitness class, that's at least when I taught it, it was, it's high intensity. Yeah. It's really only meant to be done once a week. Like right. what I'm providing you is five strength training workouts. It's not good. It's not good for our bodies to do five super intense, you know, Group right. fitness classes a week. I right. mean, don't you remember, Nina, how hungry you were? Oh my god! Oh <laughs> my god! When I look back at it now, I mean, I'm not kidding you, Holly. I would teach. So I don't know if you've ever heard of like the Les Mills program. Yes. yes. Okay, so I was a big Les Mills instructor. I would teach a body pump class, then a body attack class. Right. So you know, body attack is like cheerleaders on crack, like <laughs> the way yeah. you're like jumping yeah. around, like crazy high intense. And then I would leave and drive down to the Dunkin' Donuts and get my ass a big ass, like caramel swirl, iced latte with sugar because I was so depleted <laughs> and I was so hungry. And then I would go home and eat this big meal because, you know, by that time I had already burned like a thousand calories. However, I was like so hungry. And then just going home, eating and crashing on the couch, right? Oh, I so totally, like, yeah. totally counterintuitive. Like I'm doing this high intense stuff, but it's driving my hunger up like crazy. And then once your hunger is that high, right? And you're feeling depleted. It's so hard to actually eat healthy and make up for that. 100%. Yeah. I took naps every day when I was doing that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. My kids were toddlers, so I was tired anyways. Then I high intensity exercise and then I would go take a nap when they, I would put them down for a nap. And I'd be like, yeah, there's no laundry being done today. I am taking. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, after my double, it was always on a Saturday morning. I would absolutely go home, eat, crash on the couch, like yeah. take a shower and then be like, and I'm done. I'm just, you know, and at the time I didn't really put it together. You think like, well, yeah, I just did two hours of exercise. I just taught. I was like super intense. But like looking back, I'm like, well, no wonder like my physical body didn't actually change from any of that stuff. My energy level didn't change from it. My endurance got better. Yeah. My my endurance got better for sure. But okay. So then you transition into training program and that's kind of here where you are now doing mostly your app uh, based program for the strong method. That's awesome. So let's dive into kind of what we really want to talk about today. And I know you've been in the industry for a long time as well. And this is a very common trend. Um, the difference really, so we talk, we're talking a little bit about the difference between group fitness and a training program, but the difference between the strength training and staying active, because I know that we see this all the time when the warmer weather comes. Yes. Yes. And I guess we can even touch base on strength training versus cardio, right? Because people make that mental switch all of a sudden where they're like, okay, it's warmer out. I'm just going to like take a break from strength training and I'm going to go run or I'm going to walk or I'm going to stay super active outdoors, which is amazing. And and I hear that a lot. The weather, mm-hmm. Holly, the weather, um, the weather has gotten nice. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to run. That totally. is not a Very real, common. Yeah. Not a replacement for strength training. Right. I, I like to say, okay you know, you are probably lifting four to five days a week with me and you want to get in some runs. Can we take it down and keep our strength training? Let's do one full body day. Let's do a leg day. Let's do an upper body day and then go run a couple times. Right. It's not replacing your running should not be replacing the resistance that your muscles need to. I mean, I, I should say grow, but the reality of it is a lot of our clients are in their thir- late 30s, early 40s. I have women in their 50s and 60s, and we're not really worried about, I mean, I am, you are, we're in the industry, mm-hmm. we want to still grow our muscles, mm-hmm. but the people that come to us, I'm worried about them maintaining that right. muscle. Right. Like, we got to so, keep the muscle. Right. So what happens when they take that physical break for a couple, even if it's just a couple of months, right? They're losing some of that. And I, I know that women don't like hearing the words muscle mass. I know. They, I, hate well, it. <laughs> I know no one, cause everyone thinks we're talking about like Arnold Schwarzenegger when we yes. do that. Right? <laughs> or, or, or I hear a lot of times when I like, you know, get ready to tell people about my program. I'm like, you're going to get gain muscle. They're like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to gain muscle. I'm like, well, you do because you told me you wanted to be toned. Right. That's exactly what it means. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I know. It's, it's hard. So we'll say, uh, we'll say tone up or muscle tone because I know that that feels a little friendlier. Yes. Um, so I get that totally. But the disconnect between what increasing your cardio will do to that muscle tone and also how the muscle tone helps us actually run better, run faster, run stronger, right? Or if, if running is the thing, it's very common that that's what people are replacing it mm-hmm. with. Um, 
Or, or I heard something recently um, from somebody that said, you know, my kids are home for the summer. I'm going to be more active with them. And, right. and when, I, when I think about that, I'm like, you're going to go on bike rides. Fabulous. I love family time. Like that yeah. is my thing. You know, you're going to be playing backyard baseball. Maybe you're going to be jumping on the trampoline. That is all great. I, you know, as as humans, we are made, our bodies crave activity in the warmer months. We are no different. I think of it as animals, right? Like we're no different. We we get we get bit we get our body gets busier in the summer, but it should not be a replacement for overloading the muscles using resistance. Using right. weight, resistance, whatever you want to call it. We still have to keep that as the foundation if we want to age well. Right. Yep. And I let, let's talk about that and how continuing with the strength training allows us to do the things like jumping on the trampoline with the kids, going for more active hikes or kayaking, because I'm saying the things that I kind of typically do over the summer, hiking, all of that stuff. 100%, right? We we have that muscle. We have that it gives it gives us that muscle strength and also that muscle endurance that allows us as we age to be able to do those things with our kids. You know, a few summers ago I was um very pregnant. I guess it's now been 6 years. Gosh, my littlest is going to be 6 in like a month. Aww. And I was very pregnant and we were out on the lake. And, um, my daughter was almost four at the time and she really wanted to tube. And I mean, I was hugely pregnant and I was trying to pull myself up onto that tube using my arms. And I mean, I got myself up, but barely. And all I could think about it was I have to continue to strength train if someday when I have grandkids, I want to pull myself up on this damn tube and go tubing with my grandkids. You know, it's not just about, do we want to look good in sleeveless shirts and our bathing suits? I guess we do. Like we're human. Everybody wants that. Yeah, of course. But I feel like the results come when that reason is deeper. Like you want to kayak with your kids. I want to be able to ski with my kids. Someday we'll have grandkids and we want to do those fun things with them. You have to keep the muscle to be able to do that. So here's where I always think too, yes, I want to do those things with my kids, right? Because we are big skiers in the winter too. We like going for hikes, uh, fall, spring, Uh summer, um, you know, all, all of those things like sledding. I love sledding with my kids. Not only do I want to do them, but I want to do them without feeling like I need to rest for three days afterwards, right? So that's a big part is that people forget if we don't continue to strength train and we put it on the back burner, the recovery with some of these activities takes much longer as well when we don't have that sustained muscle, right? 100%. So now you're like trying to go kayaking or you decide you want to go skiing and you're like, oh my God, my body's like hurting. So for me, that's kind of what I think of like, yes, I want to do the things, but I also want to do the things over and over again without feeling like, and now I need to rest for three days. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, another thing that I think about 
often is, you know, years ago when I was still doing um, some in-person training, I had an older lady come to me and she was like, you know, I've taken a long time off of strength training. I used to lift weights. I don't do it anymore. I don't have a lot of muscle mass left. I need to get this back. And I said to her, I said, what's your reason? And she said, well, I'm widowed now. And I have a really hard time lifting stacks of plates up in order to put them away because I don't have my husband's help anymore. She like, that is a daily thing. Like lifting things overhead as we age. That's Mm -hmm. functional fitness. Yeah. Right. You know, that's why we lift weights, right? We want to do fun things, but also there's a part of life that it takes strength and it's going to take muscle and stability to be able to do it. Yeah, and unfortunately, and I hate using the word, like sometimes it drives me nuts saying things like as we age, because I'm like, damn it, I'm not old, right? (laughs) Yeah. But the reality is, like, Holly, actually, I'm not sure how old you are, but I'm in my 40s, right? And so, like, the reality is it does take longer to build muscle tone, (laughs) right? It does take longer to recover. Do I feel old? No, but one of the reasons I don't feel old is because I have been strength training four years, right? And I've never truly taken a break. However, that on top of like little things like I have a thyroid issue, like I do notice that it is taking more work for me to gain more muscle. It's not as easy as it was before, right? Like I need need to load more. I need to, I need to add more. I need to like challenge myself more without overdoing it. But then also I need to prioritize the recovery part, right? Right. Again, it takes longer. Yeah. And that's exactly where we kind of circle back to what we were talking about with the group X. It, in our 20s, we may have been able to build muscle in a group fitness class, lifting those weights. But right. now I'm 38. There's no way that that's happening for me. It right. takes progressive overload, not yeah. changing up my workout every single week. It takes sticking with a leg day for four to six weeks And today I did 35 pounds on my single leg deadlift. Next week, I should probably either try to push 40 or I better be adding some reps. I better be progressively overloading it. Right, right. And I think that's also a big difference when it comes to training versus exercise, right? So training versus staying active, we want to train so that we can stay active and also do those active things without feeling like we need to rest and recover for so long. But then there's training versus exercise, where exercise, I always tell people exercise is a great place to start if you already move well and you just need the motivation of a group, right? I never want, like if somebody is like, Zumba is what I love, it's like, fine, do Zumba, right? Like do whatever it takes to get you into the environment and feeling good about yourself and positive and loving moving your body. But then eventually right? You need to start thinking about progressing, getting stronger, getting fitter, building the endurance. Um, so I feel like at some point there needs to be a switch from yes. exercise to training. Right. And we're, we're, we both have group fitness backgrounds. Oh, it's I absolutely a, love group fitness. Where our love of group fitness started. So anybody who's listening, I don't want to say Step out of the group fitness. Oh, no. Right. I want to say, if you've been there a while, 
yes. you're ready for the next thing, yes. then you probably need to find a progressive strength training program, you know? And if either way, if you've been in the group fitness room or you've been progressive strength training, we don't need to take the summer off from it. Getting right. back to that point, we need, we need to keep going right. with it and not take that break for exercise right for taking a bike ride or doing the things we love we need to keep going and doing that kind of neat activity those bike right. rides that's neat you know right. that's non-exercise activity thermogenesis that's not a replacement it's great neat is yes. great everybody needs it absolutely uh, but it's not a replacement for the overload of the muscles yeah so like let's start talking about some solutions and tips right so what do we say, and I know this happens a lot, and I'll kind of give you my tips and you can talk to me about what you uh, talk to your clients about is, you know, people are really busy in the summer. Some yeah. people are home and still working a regular schedule, maybe taking some weekends off, maybe traveling on the weekends. Some people travel a lot during the summer. How do they continue to stay on a strength training program that feels progressive and that keeps them maintaining that muscle tone? when kind of things are different, when they have a lot of hiccups in their schedules and changes. Because I do think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Is that sure. so many people are like, well, my schedule's not gonna be as regimen as it is now. So that flexibility of just like, I'm just gonna go running feels easier to them. Mm -hmm. I always say, you know, you can change up a split. You can do three full body days. Like if you, if you lower your expectations, if it's only that you can only get in three strength training workouts a week versus four or five, then prioritize three full body days, do a push day, do a pull day, you know, maybe do a shoulder day. I mean, I'm always about an extra shoulder day. Um, mm -hmm. Do something like that. Or, you know, one of the huge things that I hear is um, my kids are home. I'm not going to, they're, I, I tend to attract clients who have kids the same age as mine. So right. mine are nine, seven, almost six. And my kids are not going to go to the childcare at the gym anymore. Right. And I'm not going to leave them home. They're not at an age to leave them home. So right. that's a huge barrier to a lot of women. And so I say, find a program that you can progress well and you can move at home, open your garage, throw your dumbbells outside. My kids were doing walk. My kids were, I was doing walking lunges down the sidewalk the other day and my boys were riding their scooters in the street. Right. You know? Right. Absolutely. And, and, and you know how it is. It doesn't have to be 60 minutes. It doesn't have no. to be 40. Right. Most of my programs for um, my app-based fitness program are 30 minutes. Yeah. Getting into a lesson because I'm in the same boat as you, right? Most of the Women I work with, their moms, whether it's my kids' age or a little older or a little younger even. So it's like I know everybody feels pressed for time. And what I like to remind people is consistent, being flexible with your consistency. So con flexible consistency, meaning like it doesn't always have to look the same yes. each and every week, right? So like... I guess what I mean by that is, for example, maybe this week or today you're getting a workout in at 6 a.m. And the next day you're waiting until your kids get home from school and trying to bang it out then. 
yes. and not getting stuck in like this mindset of like, if I don't get it done at this time, it's out the window, right? Like, so being consistent, being flexible with like what your workouts can look like and knowing that you can get a program, a training program that progresses you towards results in 20 or 30 minutes, if that's what you have yeah. to work with. Right. So it's better to strength train for 20 to 30 minutes than to say, I'm not going to strength train at all for the I'm entire summer. Yeah. I'm just going to go for a run. Right. So like, let's keep the programming a little bit more simplistic. Yes. And I don't want to say basic because I know to people that sounds boring, but sometimes basic is best. Right. Like squats, yeah. deadlifts, rows, presses, like let's keep that stuff going. So that you can be flexible with how to get it in, when to get it in, mm-hmm. and that way you don't have to give it up completely. And right. I like to look at things like running, you know, even if you're doing bike ride for endurance, like that's a supplement. 100%. That's a supplement. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I, and I don't know if you find this, but like with women our age, they don't really need the cardio as much as they think they do. No. But there is something nice about that sweat factor, right? Yes. So I think yes. sometimes that's what they crave more than well, the actual cardio. I always program. So my program is five workouts per week. And I always program one, what I call sweaty workout. It <laughs> has nothing to do with do I actually think they need that workout to get results? No. In fact, I say, if you can only do four workouts a week, skip that one. But I do it for mental health factor because there is something to be about going and getting a sweat in. Oh, absolutely. Mental health, getting outside, and just kind of they feel like they need to sweat. So I'm like, okay, here you go. But I don't know about you. I sweat when I'm lifting. So until we get women to get there, you you know, Mm -hmm. program, you know, one quick 20 minute, you know, a lot of times in the summertime, it's like 20 minute intervals, however you want to get them in. Yeah. And I would tell anybody who's listening, who feels like, oh, that's me. Like I need to take a break from strength training during the summers. Instead of taking a break, how can you pull back? Yes. Right. How can you, can you shorten your strength training workouts? Or can you even just lessen how many days you do it to either make room for more activity? Maybe you are just getting out more with the family or to add in that like bike ride or run session or whatever it is. But Mm -hmm. unless you're training for something specifically, it almost, it's just super feels counterintuitive as far as results go to pull back on strength training and just push cardio for the Yes, 100%. I actually did something this summer for the first time ever in my app-based program. My workouts are usually 40 to 45 minutes. three to four of them are. And I knew that the barrier in the summer sometimes is time. Of course. So uh, I have something now called shorties. We're just calling them shorties. You know, <laughs> I, I, felt, I don't know about you, Nina, but I kind of felt like that was like an insult to me being so short. <laughs> shorties, you know, uh, but we're calling them shorties and they are just 20 to 25 minutes. So yeah. like, Literally, if you only have 20 minutes, because you're going to go on a bike ride with your kids later, still get in this 20-minute arm workout and then go on a bike ride with your kids. Yeah, I love that. 
All right, so Holly, to wrap this up a little bit, I know that you have your program, but how do you personally, you have three kids, you run your own fitness business, (laughs) how do you personally make fit work? Oh, I get it in when I can, right? So some days that is, it's 4.45 in the morning. Um, some days it's my kids, my husband takes my kids to school at seven 30. And then that's the time for me. Other times it is like in the summer it is, I am working out and my boys are riding their bikes down the street or they're playing basketball in the driveway or my daughter is coloring or, and and you know what? It's an expectation, right? In our house, our kids know that mom is a better mom after her workout's done. So yeah. give her the 45 minutes and then let then we'll do whatever you want to do. Yes. I and love when, that. And when they were littler, you know, speaking to the younger moms that are listening, when they were littler, I mean, sometimes it was. I do a set and I have to go change a diaper. Yeah. And maybe I would come back to the workout later. Maybe I wouldn't. And sometimes you just have to give yourself grace and say, I did what I could today. Yeah. I do think that's super important as a reminder that, you know, whatever stage in motherhood you're at, if you are listening to this, is that every stage and phase is different, Mm -hmm. right? So you can't expect like, yeah, I'm at, my kids are 10 and six now, almost seven. So I can totally work out without them ever coming down. And you know what I mean? They're, doing their own thing they're playing they're watching tv like I don't have to worry about like if they need a snack or have to go to the bathroom or anything like that but there was a time where I was working out with them literally sitting on the floor in front of me asking me a million questions (laughs) yep or you know what I mean and you know my workout wasn't as 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 intense. Uh, I wasn't as focused during my workout because I was still having to tend to them. And that just is what it is. And I think sometimes we need to like let that go and realize that those things are phases, right? So for me, I'm the same thing now. I can work out. Sometimes I'll work out in the driveway and the kids will work out with me. Or sometimes they just know like mom's getting her workout in. That's just part of what we do in this household which I do think is important for people to communicate that stuff with their family. Like, this 100%. is what I do. 100%. I am, a better, I am a better mom. I'm a better yeah. wife. I'm a better friend. I'm a better business owner yeah. when I get my workout in. Right. Right. I love that. So, mm-hmm. Holly, okay, if people want to follow you, learn more about your strong method, where can they find you online? Yes, I am Holly Nicholson Wellness on both um, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, you're just doing some posts. Instagram, you're going to get a whole lot of stories. Awesome. And if they want to message you directly, is it best on Instagram? Do you have an email you'd like to throw out there? Um, Instagram is great for messaging me. Send me a DM or I can be found at hollynicholsonfitness at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to me on my website, which is hollynicholson.com. And I am Holly with an IE. Ah, good. I'm, th- I'm glad that you said that. I'm going to put it in the show notes anyway. So if everyone, anyone's scrolling and they just want to link down in the show notes, um, they can do that. Thank you so much for sharing. I feel like we could really go on and on about this topic and like yeah. the difference, but I think it's a, just an important reminder to people out there as summer is approaching 
because the weather is starting to warm up here. I don't know if it is in Indiana for you. It is, yes. Yeah, just some things to keep in mind is we don't want to lose that muscle mass because I know so many times, and I'm sure we didn't even touch on this, Holly, but come the fall, come the fall when people do that, we hear all the time how they feel like they've taken two steps back. Yep. Or they're not feeling as strong. Yes. And, right, and now they're, like, taking a long time to recover from their new workouts. And yep. we didn't even touch base on that. That's a whole right. other thing on how they feel when they do re-enter strength training, even after just a two-month break. Right, right. Do you find that a lot? Do you hear yes. that a lot with people? Yeah, I do. I hear that, like, once the kids get back to school – I feel like I'm at the new year again, and I have to start yes. all over. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is. Unfortunately, so many of my women this summer do not take the summer off this time. Yes. And the nice thing is, is here, and that's, this is the thing, we didn't touch base on this either. You know, years ago, I would even say before the pandemic, right, it did feel like, but I'm not going to be here that often. I'm not going to be able to hit the gym. It's more inconvenient to hit the gym now. So I'm going to put my membership on hold. That made sense at that time, honestly, right? right? But now with so many app-based programs, with so many trainers online willing to do virtual sessions, live sessions, right. that doesn't have to be the case anymore. Yeah. I, it doesn't I, have to be the case. Yeah. And you can save so much time. I don't know about you, but like the gym I used to go to where I used to teach, it's 22 minutes from my house on a good day. Oh my gosh. And so, I mean, I'm saving, I save 44 minutes a day working out at home. That doesn't include the time it takes for me to go into the gym. And you know, when you work there, you know, everybody. So that's an extra. So listen, quick story. I just recently joined a gym in my area. Mileage-wise, it's not far from my house, but yeah, it takes like 15 minutes to get there. I joined mostly for the sauna, if I'm being completely honest, because I used to do sauna therapy at a massage place once a week, and then I was like, wait a minute, Jim has a sauna, I can just pay the monthly fee there, it's like so much cheaper, yada yada. Anyway, so but then I was like, you know what, this is kind of nice, maybe I will get in a couple of workouts here a week, because it just, you know, overall has more equipment than I have in my setup blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, by the time I get there, get get in my locker, right? Get my earbuds in, do all that stuff, get my water, get and set up my equipment, work around someone there. Then, you know, leave and get home. I'm like, I just like tripled the time this was taking me just to get done at home. Like, yeah, I was able to use like you know, maybe a pull-up machine or like a leg press machine that I don't have at home. However, time-wise, especially if you're in a crunch, I'm like, this was so much longer. Yes. Yes. I could have just supplemented with some dumbbells, right, on some of that, those exactly. movements, did this workout at home and been done and over with in 30 minutes. Yeah. Meanwhile, this just took me like over an hour. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it's like... I I will do it every once in a while, but someone asked me the other day, like, have you been going to the gym? I'm like, I go there and sit in the sauna a couple of times a week when I'm like having a long day, but like I haven't really worked out there because it just feels like a little bit of a waste of time. Yep, for sure. 100%. Whereas like, you know, 
obviously following our own programs or and I found that even with clients who were ready to go back to in-person stuff they're like once they were in my program my online program they're like this is so much more convenient oh I we didn't real touch base on how I started my program but I my program is from the pandemic and when the gyms open back up back up I was 100% ready to send all my women back to the gym. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we're done. We're not doing another round of strong. And they were like, oh no, we're not going back to the gym. Or right. we actually never were gym goers. We were cardio people ah. that learned how to strength train. And now we are addicted and we're not going back to cardio. We have invested in some nice dumbbells and some home gym equipment. Mm-hmm. And from here, we're, we're doing this. It has changed our body. So yep. those people from the beginning that I have, this core group, they know because yeah. they never strength trained before, they're not taking the summer off. They're like, right. I'm not because this has changed my body. Right. Yeah. And actually, that's funny that you say that. That does give me a few examples of clients who have taken summers off to do more cardio activity. And then when they come back, they're like, I feel like I've lost muscle tone. Like, it's funny because they think that the added cardio is going to change their body. Yeah, I think they're going to maybe like lose weight, drop, drop some pounds on it. But really, they come back feeling more out of shape. Yeah. For sure. Than what they did before. It's so funny. I mean, you know what? I mean, I can't blame them because at one time, I'm sure my mind thought that that way too, right? Yeah. Um, but strength training is empowering. And when it comes down to changing our bodies, it's really the only thing that's going to do it. Right. You know? And I, I say one woman at a time. Me and you, Nina, we can do it. One yeah. Change one woman at a time. Absolutely. I mean, the power... And, you know, someone actually, I had a client once who actually asked me during a session, she was very new to strength training, um, and her goal was weight loss at the time. And she literally, and she was totally curious. She's like, what is the point of me doing this? And I was kind of like, huh? <laughs> like, totally dumbfounded. Like, like, what do you mean? Because to me, I, just, I love strength training. I've always loved strength training. Even yeah. though I have a love for group fitness, like that's where I started. I've always been drawn to strength training. And um, I like didn't get it. And she's like, no, I'm serious. Like, I want to lose weight. Like for my health, you know, because it was a big deal for her. Like her doctor really wanted her to lose weight. And she said, what is the actual point of me doing this? Like, I'm not looking to build muscle. Like, is it so that I can like, lift a table across the room because like I don't need to lift a table across the room I can just like drag it and so interesting because in my head I was so dumbfounded by it at first and I did have to take a second to kind of step back and be like oh she's legit like wondering like why do I need to be functional why do I need to be functionally fit right and so after I thought about it for a second, I was like, well, one day you're not even going to be able to drag it if you don't even have any muscle. Right. Right. Like if you don't focus on building muscle now, because she's the same age as me, like you think like, oh, what's the big deal? Like, I don't need to carry a table either. But like, if you don't have any muscle, one day you're not even going to be able to push it. Right. Right. So, 
And it's just interesting to think about, like, what do we truly need strength training for? And, I mean, we could do a whole other episode on strength training for weight loss, which we should do, actually. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, not to go on, on another tangent. So, <laughs> thanks, Holly, again for being here. Again, if anyone is looking to connect with Holly online, I am going to drop her handles her website, and her email address in the show notes. So be sure to scroll through there. If this episode was helpful for you, I hope that you will drop us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or share it with your friends online and tag both Holly and I. Thank you. Thanks again, everyone. I will chat with you next week. Bye. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Or you can join my private community on Facebook called Making Fit Work and drop your topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.